Hey Jade. If you uh if you crap into a bowl of rice krispies, does it go snap, crackle, poop? Uh does it? <laughs> that <laughs> That was the joke. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I haven't a, heard a about Rice Krispies being uh, like a diuretic. But. <laughs> uh, a joke I shamelessly stole. Mm. But, yep. <laughs> but anyway. Yeah, no, hot takes on um, breakfast cereals. We are we're imitating the Empty Bowl podcast this week. So, um, yeah. Yeah. I had some cinnamon toast crunch earlier. It was a little stale. I, you know, opened it like a week ago. But I, I had like Walmart brand um, Frosted Flakes the other day, mm. and it's it's like cardboard with sugar on it. Mm. So it's slightly better than regular Frosted Flakes. Yeah, yeah. basically. Yeah. <sighs> Also, I hey, Tony. I mean, it's just a thing I never got into, so it seems weird that, like, that's the expectation, is that you have to have it in milk. What? What? I don't get it. <laughs> you eat cereal without milk? Yeah. Is that what you're yeah, saying? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> okay, I've been listening to the Empty Bowl a lot, and their expectation is you're going to drink with milk all the time and i don't do that how have i not known this until now we never talked about cereal yeah i guess <laughs> i don't know why this is the funniest shit i've ever heard but i mean i guess this is a better um, opening than what i was gonna do where i was just going to tell target to go fuck themselves because uh the other day i went there and they had a kool-aid man plushie they, like they had like six of them on the shelf so i picked one up and i carried it around the store and then i got it up to the register and scanned it and it said oh it's not for sale until the 24th so i had to give it back so i went out to my car and ordered it on ebay and it arrived yesterday on the 23rd so fuck you target i got my kool-aid man plushie <laughs> before the 24th that that doesn't make any sense anyway yeah but yeah i mean why do you have yeah. a release date like a, a limited release date for a plushie one that was also available at the Hot Topic at the a mall not too far from that Target, and I just didn't buy it there because I didn't want to go into Hot Topic. A, a plushie for a, a fucking drink mascot. Yeah, yeah a, a drink <laughs> no mascot less. from, like, like, the 50s or 60s. It It's not like it's for a movie that comes out next week or something. Mm. It, it's, it's fucking Kool-Aid, yeah. man. Yeah, I mean, like, the only other time I've run into, like, toy limited release dates like that is, like, Amiibos, and those are, like, electronic accessories, so they kind of fall into the video games category. Hey, Jade, I agree. Target can go fuck itself. Yeah. I mean, they are better than Walmart, though. They have a, like, better selection of everything, from what I've seen. I'll believe you. Because I I don't have a target within an hour of me. Oh. So. Yeah, I mean, there's only. A... But I have I have like four WalMarts. Yeah, the, I mean the, the the target I went to was one by the mall, but there's a closer one to where I live that's 
like 30 or 40 minutes from where I live. I mean, they're not everywhere, but I don't know. It seems like they do a better job of stocking stuff and have a, just a general better variety. Like I found, I wasn't expecting to find it. I didn't even know it existed. I found a new Mysterio toy, which is like one of those bendy action figures with like rubbery arms, but it's Mysterio. I nice. didn't know they made such a thing, and I had to buy it for the collection. I imagine trying to keep up with superhero merch is impossible. Yeah, I mean, I haven't... Like, Mysterio, I have a lot of the existing action figures and toys and stuff, but, like, the premium statues, you know, I, I'm not paying 300 bucks for a Mysterio thing to sit next to all the other Mysterio things. <laughs> 300 being the cheaper ones those ones that are like eight or nine hundred stat dollar statues damn that's more expensive than like anime statues which is crazy because those yeah. are just ridiculous <laughs> yeah yeah i know these are like the yeah like the premium um i'm not sure what they're made of it, it, it's not plastic it's like sturdier than plastic like statue Material. I mean, maybe I don't think ceramic. I'm not sure what it is that's made of. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah. I don't know. I'm not in that scene. So yeah. No, if like, you ever go I, into like a comic book store, you'll see those expensive statues that are like behind glass. Oh damn! Because like all 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 I do is um, I I get like ad emails from every um anime on every online anime store i've ever ordered from mm. and i look at the pretty figures and then i never buy them <laughs> so yeah that, yeah like anime ones extent. yeah like they there's some that are in affordable ranges there's a lot that are expensive but they're cheaper than like the like art statue because I think they use like acrylic a lot of the time, but you know, depending on the character and the series and stuff, they'll still, you know, charge hundred, two hundred, yeah, like dollars for a single one. Like some of the most expensive ones I've seen are like, um, like really impressive, like Madoka uh, mm. ones that are like three hundred something dollars. Yeah, like I, I've been looking at the, on eBay. There's a Nessa figure that's like $70, and I think it says only like 8 centimeters tall. Yeah. The, so, the, the, only, the only anime figures I've ever bought is Nendoroids, which are like 40 bucks. Mm. And they're, they're little small chibi figures, so. Yeah. I mean, I've got a lot of like comic they're, book statue things. They're like, they're like Funko Pops, except good. <laughs> yeah, they don't have the dead eyes of Funko Pops. No, they they actually look like the characters, um, except mm. just small with giant heads. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, welcome to our joint serial slash. Um, Collectible Such. figurine podcast. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, that's that's um, what this show is turning into for this year, twenty twenty one. Yeah. It was gonna be the Monster Girl podcast, but Jade said no. 
I was having a bad week last week, so I let Eliza sub in. Hopefully everybody enjoyed being screeched at for two hours. I did. It... Mm. It... Uh, yeah, never mind. <laughs> yeah. I mean, maybe I, I was, someday was... there will be movies for us to talk about, but... Uh, I mean, we're still going through old movies now. I mean, if they had movies to talk about, I probably wouldn't watch them anyway. Yeah, I still haven't watched Wonder Woman 1984, and it's about to fall off of HBO Max. Yeah, I'm I'm not really interested, (laughs) to be honest. I will watch it when it hits Blu-ray, but from everything I've heard, it doesn't sound great. I've heard a lot of mixed things, like... I mean, I think at this point, fun is the best I can hope for from it. Yeah. Like, I. Because I, mo- most of the bad things I heard were like. I, I don't know. I guess, like, plot. Um, like, the plot doesn't make a lot of sense, which. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. Doesn't mean. Like, like, the Wishing Rock thing is dumb and the like there's a lot of people complaining about like if you think about the implications of spoilers uh steve trevor being brought back from the dead into another man's body which he then occupies for the whole movie and has sex with wonder woman in it and puts that body in mortal danger a bunch of times even though it's another dude's body like that's kind of horrifying when you think about it um but yeah, I mean, those are, like, the biggest complaints I've heard. I, I don't know. Maybe he had a cucking fetish. You never know. Yeah, well, we never get to find out because the guy, I guess, gets, like, a couple lines maybe at the end. But, you know, nobody really addresses the fact that they hijacked his body for however long this movie took. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, that that's actually very horrible. <laughs> but yeah. Mm. Speaking of horrible, we're recording this on Sunday because my body has betrayed me. Mm. Yet again. How is it doing today? It's fine. I I actually was able to sleep last night mm. and I only have to blow my nose every 20 minutes now. Hmm. Yeah, as, as opposed I, to every twenty seconds, a couple days ago. Yeah, I I have been at home for the last week because I mean my my planned vacation was the first week of February, but then I got potentially exposed to COVID. But then I got tested and I didn't have it. But I had to stay home anyway, so I've had to stay home for the last week, which is you know giving me time to catch up on a lot of stuff. Um. You know, there's still kind of a lingering stress of how bad things are going to be when I get back to work, because there's nobody there right now. But, um, you know, I guess guess if I'm screaming in two weeks, then we'll know that it hasn't recovered yet. (laughs) Hopefully you're doing the opposite of screaming. You're, like, extremely zen. Um, Mm. No, I'm just completely dead inside by that point. Mm, that, that's possible. Well, I don't know. Maybe I'll um, be sufficiently distracted by the new Magic the Gathering set that comes out. Yeah, end of this week. Like it comes out at the end of this week, and then the street date is in two weeks. 
just think of how much money you're gonna spend on cards, and then you won't even have to worry about. <laughs> I, I'm the work thinking about how much money I spent on cards two days ago, because um, yeah. the new Pokemon set came out in Japan and includes, finally, surprisingly, a Phoebe card, which includes a secret rare and a rainbow rare version, and they were not cheap, but. I do have all three versions coming to me as soon as they ship them out now. Cool. And then I just have get, to wait for get the those flower ears. In March. Yeah. Then you can make them kiss. Mm. Yeah, I got three of them, so I can figure something <laughs> out, I guess. Uh, um. So should we talk I, I was, about the movies that we watched, or probably? I I really only have stuff to say about one of them, and I didn't mm. even I wasn't even able to watch should, the the third one. So should I talk about the Grogu thing um, first? Yes. Yeah, it's been built up so much. <laughs> yeah, from me mentioning it offhand yesterday. Yeah, no, I exactly. So I was listening to the new. Well, hey Riddle Riddle, they have a like a Patreon like side podcast, and they were doing a like a Sesame Street thing, and so one of them started doing the Grover voice, and they're like, "Oh, Yoda," and then I suddenly realized Grogu might be a reference to Grover because Grover is the same voice as Yoda that Frank Oz does, <laughs> and it makes so much sense. I mean, it's still a terrible name, but it makes sense that they would be doing an homage to another one of Frank Oz's voices that is the Yoda voice by naming Grogu after that. <laughs> that would be that would be the best and worst thing I've ever heard. Yeah. To be honest, like if I could figure out where the goo part came from, then uh, yeah, that would solidify the theory. But the grow part, I think, is Grover. Just wait until season three comes out, and mm. they and they... Baby Yoda comes back from school and he's ripped. And... <laughs> he's like nine feet tall with, <laughs> yeah. with huge muscles. Luke has taught him how to force choke properly. He's like swallowing eggs of uh, <laughs> like ostrich eggs. <laughs> yeah. Endangered space os- ostrich eggs. Yeah, now he goes back to that spider lair and just eats all their eggs. <laughs> he, 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 like, um, somehow eats, like, the big spider. Yeah. <laughs> like, the, the one that was, like, 50 feet tall. Yeah. And then he eats the New Republic um, pilots. <laughs> yeah, and that's why they weren't able to defend against Starkiller Base in Force Awakens. <laughs> it's all connected. <laughs> they didn't choose to demilitarize. They were forced to demilitarize by Baby Yoda. A. They were forced. Uh... Yeah. Star Wars jokes. Ba-dums. We... We totally talked about the Mandalorian, and I completely forgot. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, we did talk about season two of that. I and you, I assume, haven't seen any of Wandavision so far. Nah, I'm gonna wait till it's done and then no. watch it all at once, as I am wont to do. 
I mean, that seems fair for because it's a show based on a mystery, but because of that, it's like the first few episodes it's like, oh well, I think I know my, what might be going on, but maybe there's something else going on, and so it's just people talking about what might or might not be going on until we finally are told what is actually going on. It might be aliens. Mm, might be. There's a group traditionally associated with aliens in the show, so. Yeah, that wasn't a joke. It genuinely might be aliens. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it could be. I mean, we, we, although we've already got Secret Invasion as a separate show. They can tie in. Everything yeah. ties in. It's the MCU. Like, Tony Stark can fart in 2009, and there'll be some supervillain coming back to take his revenge 15 years later. Oh, yeah, because it's Tony Stark. You know, they, there's yeah. always somebody mad at him for something he did. <laughs> he farted during my wedding. <laughs> my bride left me at the altar because the smell was so bad. Mm, I'm still waiting for Justin Hammer a- to come back and be mad that he's too late to get his revenge because Tony Stark's already dead. <laughs> so he's going to get revenge on Spider-Man. Mm. No, he he's he's gonna get revenge on that kid from Iron Man Three. <laughs> yeah, no, they didn't just, bring that kid back too. Maybe he can be the new Spider Man. Mm. He his oh, name no, bring is... back, Do like Metal Gear Solid Four. Bring back Justin Hammer, but have him replace his hand with Aldrich Killian's severed hand from Iron Man Three. <laughs> so he gets those you yeah, know, he... extremist nano machines and becomes the Mandarin. He he blew up, but the only thing that survived was his hand. Well, yeah, I mean, if I remember right, like. Pepper or someone like sliced his hand off before you know he like grew a new one because that's how the extremists work. But I think someone sliced oh, yeah. off his hand at one point, so there might be a severed Aldrich Killian extremist nano machine hand that could be attached to someone. Huh? It's all connected. Yeah, and then he fi- he finds um, he finds the dude's beard, and uh, mm. now he has. Iron like the powers, powers of, all, of all of Iron Man's enemies combined. Yeah. He has he has the power to he has the power to remember that that sonic paralyzing device mm. exists and is the most useful piece of technology for a supervillain or even a hero mm. ever. And then Team Mysterio helps him to get all of his stuff set up. <laughs> and then fucking Malekit or whatever his name is comes <laughs> comes back <laughs> he's just like I don't know why I'm here but it doesn't matter because I don't have a character anyway yeah no he wants revenge for something against someone I want revenge against Thor and the way I'm gonna do that is by making his dead friend unhappy somehow mm. <laughs> he's gonna bring Tony Stark back to life just so the other guys can kill him mm. I bet that's a comic story um, probably, I mean, it would have but, to be during one of the times Tony Stark was dead before he stopped being dead. I, I mean, I, I don't mean specifically Tony Stark, although probably yes, mm. but I'm sure that's a thing that's happened in comics before, is oh, that, that they brought someone super back villains to... bring back a hero yeah. 
just to kill him again. Yeah. Yeah, no, I mean, it must have. Just can't remember offhand any specific ones. That sounds really familiar, I though. I, I feel I like that, that happened in, like, a, a movie or a cartoon or something. I mean, they kind of did that with Jean Grey I, I think and the I mentioned movies. A... They, you know, drowned her and then brought her back as a villain and then killed her again. Yeah. I, I think I did mention a few shows ago uh, about the the jojo uh fight where he uh he heals a guy's broken leg mm. <laughs> so he doesn't feel bad about beating the shit out of him and throwing him out of a st- second story window and breaks his leg again mm. and and also <laughs> there's a there's a moment from one of the games where uh okay so what one of the later jojos is uh like I, I I think he gets shot and um he doesn't have use of his legs anymore. Mm. And that that's just how he is for most of the story. And uh the the same Jojo from uh part four Josuke, he uh <laughs> like you, you could you could have them fight even though they're technically both on the same side mm. because it, it's like Dimension traveling shenanigans, right? Mm. Um, so <laughs> he does the same thing. He heals his legs, mm. and then, and then he breaks, he breaks them again. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and that—that's a special interaction they have in the game. <laughs> it's ridiculous, but and I love it. Mm. I don't remember which game it was, though. So, um... Yeah, I'm kind of brain dead this morning. Space Jam! Yeah, Space Jam. (laughs) (laughs) Come on and slam, and welcome to the jam, yeah! Mm. Oh, did you see the uh, Sephiroth Uh, version of the Space Jam song that I posted uh, on (laughs) I listened to some of it, yes. Yeah. Yeah, I want to do like it's, a D&D uh, epic basketball it, it, fight with that music. Do it. I mean... Mm. I mean, it'll, it'll have to be it after my existing campaign, because it doesn't fit anything that's going on in that right now. Just do a one-off where everybody role plays as famous basketball players. Mm. Fighting against um, an evil group called the... Um, the monsters. Yeah. Okay, so we're not even going to change. I did it. I said the thing that's in the actual movie. (laughs) No, (laughs) I I I tried thinking of something, and it it just doesn't. It didn't work. Hmm. Didn't work. The monsters. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, that works. It's like it's like monsters, except. Worse. Yeah, no, I would have to look up like a synonym for monster and then convert that into a basketball pun. Um, also, yeah, Space Jam 2 is happening and it's going to be set in the cyberspace universe instead of space. Which I guess is the 90s approach. Yeah, they probably won't have... A black man in this one. Um, 
offer to be a slave mm. uh, if he loses a basketball game. Yeah, no. That that probably won't fly in 2021. No. Yeah, no. I mean, I just watched it and I forgot. Yeah, that was the thing that happened, wasn't it? Yeah. That definitely won't fly in 2021. Mm. I mean, my first note is that the whole flashback sequence at the start, it actually, you know, like, I had to Google to find out, you know, what decade was Michael Jordan a child? Because it did look like sometime, I don't know, 60s, 70s, maybe 80s, you know, with the whole, like, uh, chain link uh, basketball. It'd be like mid to late 70s, right? Kind of dusty coat. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he, uh, let's see, he was born in 1963, so it would be probably early 70s. Yeah. For him to be the age that he was playing basketball in that opening flashback. Yeah, that's fair. And it did look like the seven, you know, like, like the style of the house and, like, everything around the house. Like, you know, they, you know, did enough research or just found, a, you know, an old house to make it look like, yeah, this this was from that decade. That that opening scene is actually pretty good, considering the rest of the movie is um, just slapstick mm. jokes and bad acting. Yeah, that it's you know, people acting off of cartoons. Yeah, like I mean, like, you don't expect Michael Jordan to be a a good actor, right? It, I mean, he's not, but he yeah. seems like he's at least yeah. trying. Yeah. And just not like he acts in commercials. That's like that's his that's the extent of his acting experience and it that's about how it goes. Yeah, I mean he doesn't have like a wide range of emotional expression, but he does the job for what he's supposed to do. Yeah. His job is to be Michael Jordan. <laughs> yeah. And um, also, I noticed that the movie I hadn't realized is produced by Ivan Reitman, who's the guy who directed the Ghostbusters. So that kind of explains all like the Bill Murray stuff in it. Yeah, <laughs> the fact that Bill Murray's in Space Jam still is funny to me because he is just so random and he doesn't belong. But also, yeah, he's just like a bit part that doesn't really <laughs> matter, and then they bring him back as like a a big thing at the end. Yeah, and even then, he doesn't matter. He just like, yeah, I'm coming to save the day. Oh, I can't play basketball. Never mind. Yeah, like he, his his performance at the end is such a mixture of I don't really give a fuck about this, but also I I'm trying to be energetic. <laughs> mm. Like it, it's great. It's like that one Eddie Murphy movie where, like, he had a really bad contract or something, and he, he just didn't give a shit throughout the whole movie. <laughs> I forget what it's called, like, Golden Child or something. Mm. Let's watch Golden Child. <laughs> mm. Okay, so we're going to do an Eddie Murphy Yeah, let's do it. Let's watch, I don't know, fucking Trek. All of Shrek and Golden Child and mm. I don't know. Watch Shrek, Golden Child and uh, Coming to America maybe? Yeah. 
I mean, I'm sure there's better Eddie Murphy movies <laughs> that mm. actually. I mean, this is uh, Beverly Hills Cop. I like the first one. Not sure what other ones. I've only seen the first one. We could watch his stand up from the 80s that's like super homophobic. Mm. But we don't have to. We don't have to talk about that. Yeah, I don't know what there would be to say about it. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's funny when he's not making fun of gay people most of the time. Mm. Yeah. I, since I've been home all week, I've watched a lot of The Simpsons this week. Because I just had it playing for a while. I watched like all of seasons two and three and part of season four cool i i haven't i i haven't like sat down and watched the simpsons in forever yeah i mean and i would say like the show it's fun i you know as someone who didn't grow up watching it i don't see what a lot of people are saying about how like the old episodes were brilliant and amazing and the new ones aren't they all kind of seem the same to me since I've seen some newer ones and I've also seen the older ones, it just, I mean, like the, the characters and the style of the jokes and stuff seem the same. Um, I, I think it's more of the, the, the early seasons, it seemed like they were actually trying to show them as a dysfunctional family. And later it's basically hmm. just, um, it, it, it's, no, it's basically just marketing <laughs> like after you after you get like especially in in the 2010s it's like it's just a show about marketing this product that is valuable mm. now like oh yeah here's the here's the celebrity of the week now <laughs> to to mm. come on and sing a song or something yeah, I mean, they also they do a lot of pop culture references, I noticed, to, like, stuff that was pop culture in the 90s. Like, like the Tower, or not the Tower, the Treehouse of Terror episodes, uh, you know, a, a lot of the skits are just, like, straight-up rip-offs of Twilight Zone episodes. Yeah. I, I, need, I need to watch The Simpsons again, because I, I watched it mm. a lot when I was, like, 10 years old. <laughs> And mm. I don't know. I've I haven't I haven't really sat down and like I, I've caught episodes, um, and I usually like them, but I ha- I haven't mm. I haven't like marathoned seasons of it like a lot of people seem to do pretty often. <laughs> Yeah, like, I I haven't seen the newer episodes in probably, like, six years now. Because, you know, like, I saw them in, like, college, but then I got out of college and just stopped watching regular TV. So I haven't really seen the newer episodes since then. Yeah, like, they're, of the few I've seen, I'd say, like, they're not outright terrible. But there's, there's no, like... There's like nobody cares, <laughs> you know. Like, mm. yeah. Like it. It seems more like yeah, people I mean, just I, doing I think their it job. It must be like newer. Mm, yeah. it must be like like the newer SpongeBob episodes, because I know with those, 
you know, from what I, what I had seen before I stopped watching TV in general. Yeah, the, like, the newer episodes just, yeah, like, the jokes, like, they, they're just kind of going on the same jokes that they've always done. Yeah. Um, just beating the shit out of Squidward because that's what happens to Squidward and there's no, like, you know, like, moments of, like, Squidward getting to be a person or people, like, actually, you know, treating him somewhat decently. Yeah, he's he's not just, like, a jaded adult figure. <laughs> now he's just the butt yeah. of every single joke, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but Space Jam, did we have any other on that? I completely forgot Billy West was Bugs Bunny. Oh. And... Huh. Yeah, I didn't look up any of the voices of who did what. Well, like, I... I just heard it so clearly in his voice, like, the first time he opened his mouth, I'm like, holy shit, that's right, Billy West did Bugs Bunny in the 90s. Or hmm. at, at least just for Space Jam. I don't I don't know if he did more, but I, I'm assuming he did. Because they, they usually... I think in the 90s, keep... any other Looney Tunes stuff was just, like, direct-to-DVD. Like, yeah. Or, like, uh, animated cartoons. I mean, I, I, I don't think they had a lot of, like, actual Looney Tunes stuff come out. But they, I mean, they still did, like, commercials and stuff like that. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because brand awareness. Yeah. But, yeah, I... Yeah, like, gotta sell sneakers. I, yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I don't really have anything to say about Billy West being Bugs Bunny. I mean, he does a good job because he's Billy fucking West, but... Hmm. I mean... Yeah, I, that just surprised me. Hmm. Also, Danny I did DeVito. find it funny that Lola Bunny is... Oh, yeah... Oh, was Danny DeVito like one of the golfers or something? No, he 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 played the um the the Monstars boss. Oh, right, the, right. Yeah. The the big biz- evil businessman guy. Yeah, <laughs> which is awesome. That, that that's it. Mm. it <laughs> those yeah. are the actors I noticed. Yeah. I was just gonna make an observation that Lola Bunny, every, uh, she's I guess the most sexualized character in the movie, but also she's probably wearing the most clothes of all the Looney Tunes because they're all like naked except yeah. for gloves if they have gloves. I don't know. Granny wears more. Oh yeah, yeah yeah yeah. I guess okay. Yeah, Granny wins the clothing <laughs> competition for <laughs> who can keep their damn clothes on. But of course, Lola has to wear All clothes because naked animals I mean, yeah, yeah, I mean they gave her they gave her titties. She has to wear clothes. Mm. Yeah, but I mean, bugs can just walk around with everything hanging out. Yeah, like <laughs> you can't you can't have a girl buddy walk around without pants. I mean, what would the neighbors think? <laughs> yeah, this is. A- be too perverted for children. <laughs> well, it's like if if you if you sexualize her um, in the first place, and then you have her walk around without pants, it's like, mm. is there a vagina under there? 
I mean, I guess that's how we know that Tweety is a boy because he doesn't wear clothes. <laughs> and he would guess. have to wear clothes if he was a girl. He Tweety did say that Lola was hot, so uh, yeah. Either, either Tweety is a boy or she's gay. So yeah, I'll take or either. just you know admire. I mean, you can you know recognize someone's attractiveness even if you're not attracted to them. I don't know the way the way Tweety said that it was uh, like mm. Tweety wanted to fuck like rabbits. I'll put it that way. Mm. But Tweety <laughs> might be too small for that. Yeah, I'm sure somebody on the internet has figured out the physics of that, but <laughs> it's obviously just give him a massive dick. Mm. Well, that's the, <laughs> that's the easy way. I mean, <laughs> look, you know the the recent Resident Evil, you know demo trailer thing has brought out all the giantist fans in the internet. So um, I'm sure there's a, a some. Tweety Lola giantess thing you could do. I mean, I'm I'm into getting into giant women, so mm. I mean, sure. Mm. Like I I don't I don't think there has to be like a porn movement <laughs> about it, but yeah, sure. Yeah. Also, I watched that Resident Evil trailer. I have not. I found it. The demo is only on PlayStation Five, so even if I wanted to play it, I couldn't. But. Oh, I, I couldn't know, either because fine. those things I, are I don't get impossible it, but... to get. Yeah. I mean, do I get that character specifically? No, not really. Mm. Do I get giant women in general? Hell yes, I do. <laughs> mm. Yeah. Uh, I think that's all the thoughts I had on Space Jam, though. I had I had one more thing I wanted to say, but I don't remember what it was. So it's probably mm. not that important. Mm. Oh yeah, it was the Pulp Fiction reference. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, very nineties. They had Yosemite Sam and Elmer Fudd, um, just shoot out a monster's teeth. Mm. With with while the Pulp Fiction movie uh, music plays, and I'm. I don't know. <laughs> that one got me. Mm. Like I, I, I wouldn't say it's a particularly good joke, but it did get me. So it's, uh, maybe it is. I don't know. Mm. Maybe yeah, I was just I delirious from lack of sleep. Yeah. yeah. Maybe. I watched it last also, week, uh, so I, or like two week, week and a half ago, so. Also, I, I appreciate that they got all their product placement in one sentence, like early in the movie, mm. where he's like, grab your Wheaties, lace up your Nikes, we're going to get a Big Mac. Mm. Yep, so, big, big Mac, the the meal of athletes. Yeah. <laughs> the breakfast of champions. Yep. No, professional athletes stop at McDonald's for food on their way to the game. Also support our Patreon. Mm. Patreon.com slash ass. Like, share, and subscribe. <laughs> Gotta trick the algorithm into thinking the show is popular. Annihilate that bell. Just 
You know what? Lude the bell. Lude it. Just draw it fucking yeah, yeah, a Install an ad blocker and block the bell to remove it from everything. <laughs> take take a screenshot and Photoshop that bell out. Replace it yeah. with something else. Put a bigger bell over it. <laughs> <laughs> Put a big <laughs> Okay, Photoshop that bell. Make it take over half the screen. Yeah, smack that bell so hard that the alien symbiote falls off of your body and lands on your mortal enemy. <laughs> Give <laughs> Give Give that bell. <laughs> I'm sorry. That was just very funny. Well, Give that bell. Episode. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm the only one who got it. So <laughs> now I think anybody oh. who's stuck with the show long enough knows enough Spider-Man to know Venom stuff. <laughs> uh, okay, so give that bell an ass. Smack it. Smack that bell on the ass, and then. Mm. I don't know. Love it forever. Marry it. Propose to that bell. Yeah. And then break up with it because you're going to destroy that bell. (laughs) Mentally manipulate that bell. Make that bell go to therapy. And somehow that will make the algorithm think this show is good. We don't understand. It's, you know, it's a YouTube thing that happens behind the scenes. (laughs) Oh, God. Um, So, Roger Rabbit? Yeah. What about him? Uh, well, my first note is I love, especially early in the movie, they have a lot of, like, like 1950... I think the movie's set in the 50s, right? It's like the 40s or 50s. Yeah, somewhere around there. Because they just, they have, like, these, you know, kind of subtle, ju- like, subtle but also over-the-top jokes where, uh, you know, like, he, he goes to the RK Maroon guy who's trying to hire him to investigate. And he's like, you know, I need a hundred dollars. A hundred dollars? That's ridiculous. It's like, you know, it's just that got me because it's like, yeah, you know, yeah. I mean, even back then, a hundred dollars still was probably you know an affordable price for a you know hiring a private eye. But like, no, a hundred dollars? Well, that's like a thousand dimes. That's highway robbery. Yeah, yeah, no, because they had that, and then they had, you know, he jumps on the back of the trolley and is, like, riding with these kids, and then as he's getting off, he's like, hey, thanks for the cigarettes. Yeah. So, like, yeah, everybody smokes, including these kids who ride the back of a trolley. Yeah. Uh, it, so, it's... yeah it was nice to see that in the 80s they were doing shade on the 50s. Yeah. And... Like I, I like that they actually have a lot of, like, characters from that time, mm. too. Like I don't know the names of any of them, but I, you know, just kind of recognize some of them. 
Yeah, I mean, I like, know the more, fa- you know, like, I mean, obviously the Looney Tunes characters and Mickey Mouse who show up, and then, like, Betty Boop has, like, a role. Um, yeah. I, I I like that they mentioned that um, Betty Boop's kind of out of work. Like, she's working as a waitress because uh, they changed to color. So now mm. she can't really find work. Mm. Yeah, I'm sure, like, Felix the Cat must have shown up at some point. Yeah. Like, I, it, I, I saw it to know what to talk about in Who Framed Roger Rabbit. <laughs> Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Mm. Because mm. Uh, it's just a good movie. So, there, <laughs> I mean, there's, like, not much to complain about. Mm. So, yeah. like, where am I going to fit in all my petty grievances? Mm. Yeah, yeah, no, I don't know. Cause like, yeah, all, all the performances for you, you know, um, Christopher Lloyd. Um, yeah. it It's amazing to me how well the actors play off of cartoon characters, probably because there's actually a, there's probably a person there most of the time. That mm. they just actually interact with that gets animated over. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, like the like the uh, the bouncer that's a gorilla. Yeah. Like he he's probably just a normal guy that's wearing like a a stick on his head that's like here's where the monkey's eyes will be. Yeah. Yeah, it's like like they mix enough practical effects in that it's not you don't get like the effect of like Green, yeah, like like I think in Space Jam they had some of that like green screen effect of like person is looking at a thing and trying to imagine what it is they need to look at, but yeah, you know, they they're not quite sure what it is they're looking at. The the Star Wars prequel um, method, yeah, where the characters don't really react the way they should because they don't know what they're reacting to. Yeah. Whereas Roger Rabbit is just a extremely well put together movie, <laughs> like somehow, mm. yeah. And, like and also and maybe very it's well it's animated. One of the early examples. So if it wasn't good, it would have you know flopped. They had to make it good. Yeah, and I, I mean, I, I guess it's like they're they're putting out all this money to get both, you know. Disney and Warner Brothers together, which would never happen today. Yeah. Yeah, because it was done and by, I think, Amblin and Touchstone. And Touchstone was a Disney company. Amblin, I think, was like independent or maybe Paramount or something. So, I mean, like, they had some Disney involvement in the production of it, but yeah, they had to get Warners on board to let the Looney Tunes be in it, too. Yeah, and they 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 like had a deal where like their their most famous characters had to ha- have the exact same amount of screen time. Mm. Okay, yeah, like, so to it's the like frame. Fast and the Furious. Yeah, yeah. So like, like that, in the that's Fast why and Furious movies where like Vin Diesel and The Rock can't beat each other in a fight because neither one of them wants to be seen as weak. Yeah, like the 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 same way um, Freddy vs Jason ends with. Uh, Jason decapitating Freddy, but Freddy winking at the camera like, oh, maybe he won. Mm, maybe it was all a dream. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I think I, this might just be a rumor, but 
I think they had a deal like it's it's the reason Mickey Mouse and Bugs Bunny show up like in the same scene and never again. It's because mm. they were like, we can't have this other character have more screen time than our character, so they have to have the same exact amount of screen time. Mm. Yeah, yeah, because they both so, show up in the parachuting scene and then they both show up at the end. Yeah. <laughs> also. <laughs> Disney of the 80s was not afraid to to have Mickey Mouse say, Oh, that might kill him. (laughs) Mm. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, it's... I I don't know, it's just bizarre, um, you know, 30 years later. Or Mm. however long it's been. Yeah, about 30. Yeah. Because... Like, brands have gotten so much more, like, important, I guess. I don't know. Um, yeah, especially from the 90s onward. The, like, yeah. Companies are more protective of their brands. Like, intellectual property is, like, the most valuable <laughs> asset a company could have in the I mean, that, that's 2020s. probably... I don't know when Disney started, you know, changing copyright legislation, but it's, it's probably connected. That is like I mean, IP it, it's becomes all... more important when like they're allowed to have as much control over it as they do now. It it's also interesting because Roger Rabbit came out in eighty eight and the Disney Renaissance happened in the early nineties. Mm. So that that might have been because like Disney wasn't exactly in a weak in a weak spot. In the in the eighties, but they weren't really like they were. They were the biggest yeah, name in animation, but they weren't yeah, the juggernaut the movies, that they. Yeah, like they weren't as successful, and I don't know exactly when Don Bluth split off to do his stuff, but it was definitely like late eighties, early nineties, somewhere around there. Yeah. So I think it it also might be like. Disney wanted to just get their characters out there more? I don't know. Hmm. Yeah, they were more more willing to okay a crossover project. Yeah, and then the Renaissance happens and they're like, we own everything now. (laughs) Mm. Like, we... Even though we based all our stories off of, like, public domain works, like, we own everything now. So... No, sorry, uh, nation of Greece. We own Hercules now. Uh, you can't talk about him. <laughs> you, I mean, you can make a story with Hercules. You just can't have it yeah, look anything. You have to call like him Heracles, Heracles, and you can't look like our Hercules. <laughs> yeah, like. I, but also, you can't call Zeus Zeus anymore. We've trademarked that. You're gonna have to go with Jupiter. <laughs> You can't have have Hades at all because Hades and Pluto are both copyrighted by us. You know, Pluto may be a dog, but he's still our other god of the underworld. (laughs) You just call him Thanatos. Mm. But you have to have the at in there because if it becomes Thanos, uh, you're straying into copyright territory again. Also, watch what you do with that other at, because if you if you make something called an at at, we're gonna sue you into oblivion. Yep. 
No, it's just a copyright landmine field. Yeah. <laughs> I want to make a character called John. Nope, you can't do that. We own nope. all the Johns. Yep. No, we're just copyrighting people's babies as soon as they're born. Oh, that, that's that's the future dystopia that is might actually happen. <laughs> mm. Charging people money for saying their own name. Yeah, <laughs> it's like every time every time you write a signature, you have to pay somebody fifty cents. Yeah. It's like, well, welcome to Disney World. I'm going to need you to sign fifteen times to get into the park. Yeah, you know, mm. just basic contract work saying that we aren't liable if you die. Yeah. So Roger Rabbit. <laughs> yep, Roger Rabbit. I don't know, like it's just a it's just a damn good like It's like you a know, murder mystery with uh cartoon characters. Yeah. Also And like some film noir. Who who the hell decide Jessica Rabbit? Because, goddamn. Mm. I mean, that's nothing new to say, but holy shit, they had some horny animators. Yeah. I noticed she's really top heavy. Like, they didn't give her much of a butt at all. It's just all boobs. Yeah, like, she. She really doesn't have much waist, but also, like, they mostly show her from the side. Mm. Where, like, her tits can stick out and they can show them off. So, yeah. Yeah. No, it's like all tits. It's like, like her hips aren't much, her butt's not much. Her waist is definitely super thin. Yeah. Like, she <laughs> she is not structurally uh, <laughs> uh, sound. Hmm. But I guess cartoons can be any shape because they're yeah. made of living ink or something. They don't really get into the physics of how that works, except that you can kill them with turpentine. Yeah, or just by making them laugh really hard, apparently. Yeah, I mean, well, those ones, it's like they die, but then they become cartoon ghosts, so they're kind of still existing as cartoons. Yeah. Or also with a cartoon gun, maybe? <laughs> Mm. Uh, like did did Eddie think that cartoon gun would kill a cartoon um, mm. like I mean it would have like cartoon or, killed them I guess like they would get shot and then fall over and be holding some flowers and... yeah I guess like they would have to play dead in response to you know cause like the cartoons are almost like like they're all mimes and they just have to keep, you know, playing with this reality that they exist in. The, you know, like if someone does something to them, they have yeah. to act like it happened. They're professional wrestlers. They have to keep up the bit. Yeah. Um, also, something I noticed that wouldn't happen in a modern movie is that when they're when they're in the bar and um, they give Roger the drink to, to have him escape from... Uh, um, Doc Brown. 
Mm. Uh, (laughs) Like, you know, Eddie's like behind the bar, like, you know, trying to protect himself from the massive explosion. And he, he like, he like pulls Dolores down with him, like by her Mm. chest, which is something that would not happen in a modern movie. Also, not Mm. a, not a, you know, like a, a PG movie at least. Yeah, like a Disney approved movie. Yeah, like like it it's it's such a small thing that doesn't really matter, like aside mm. from maybe the actors who actually did it, but mm. it, it's just something I noticed that will happen in an eighties movie but not a modern movie. Mm. Like Who Framed Roger Robert is very good, go watch it. <laughs> I don't know what else to say because like the 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 animation is actually mm. very good despite how hard it must have been to you know animate everything consistently over actual film yeah well, yeah that's like the green screen thing. like it yeah with 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 space jam there's a lot of moments where you're like like these actors know that the cartoon characters aren't really there but you don't really get that with with Roger Rabbit. It's 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 like you can believe they're there because the the physical actors. Yeah, and like some of the effects, you know, they must look like, like they believe that they're, they're like there. smashing the plates and stuff. How they did reality when they were going to animate over it to, you know, have the cartoons yeah. be doing it. And like with mm. with the they had they had a part with like an octopus that was serving drinks in a bar. You know, with like eight tentacles at once, and it's like, did they just have people and like four people in the back, just mm. you know, like coordinating themselves and doing that, or like it? It th- there's a few things I was like, I don't know how that worked, but they got it to work. Like it might be as simple as yeah, because see that they would have to like film it twice and have like the drinks be in the same position both times, so you could like, but then you could paint out the the people who are actually moving them. Yeah, yeah, like it, it it's it's just kind of ridiculous how much work would have had to to go into making that movie the way it was. Mm. I don't know. It's just very good and. It doesn't seem like anybody really talks about it anymore, even though it's just great. Oh well, yeah, I mean, there's so many other things to talk about now, and that a lot of things just get forgotten. Yeah. Because I mean, I, but if you start a Roger Rabbit meme, maybe people will talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> if you start a Roger Rabbit meme, people will be talking about how it's an underrated classic, like fucking what's the movie Mega Mind. Mm. Even though it's like, yeah, it's it's really good. <laughs> yeah, Megamind was all right. Like, yeah, it's not. Yeah, I, I don't want to get into it. <laughs> it, it. Yeah, I mean, I haven't rewatched it since the year it came out, but um, yeah, I remember thinking it's like, yeah, this was decent. It wasn't quite as good as I thought it would be based on the concept and the trailer, but it was it was fine. I I think it. It might just be a thing where, like, oh, people made, like, a parody superhero movie, like, way back in 2010 or whatever. It was like, 
Oh well, yeah, people made parody well, yeah, superhero movies before because that was then. the... Yeah. Like, it, it's... I mean, 2010, that was at the height of when superhero movies started becoming a thing before it became interconnected universe superhero movies. Yeah. Because there were all the X-Men movies and the Spider-Man movies and the Daredevil and Fantastic Four and Batman Begins and... Um, yeah, I mean, superhero movies have been a big thing since... 2000 and even before i mean before that there was like the tim burton batman like that was like the big thing of the yeah. 90s as far as superhero movies yeah like you've, you've got the the superman movies in the i i think it's the what 70s the 70s um yeah. the first one was in the, the 70s they continued into the 80s but they kind of trailed off by the time four came out yeah i i think what the the first two were pretty good and the, the other ones are yeah. not i i think I haven't watched yeah. them in forever. Yeah, um, no, three is the one that tried to be a comedy and it wasn't funny. And four <laughs> was when they sold the rights to canon and they just, you know, shit out a cheap film. Yeah. So, it, so it's like Superman in the 70s and 80s, then Batman in the late 80s, then, you know, a, yeah, a few... Yeah, throughout the 90s because then, like, the animated series, like, all the animated superheroes, like, the 90s was the big time for that. Yeah. Yeah, and then, yeah, like you said, 90s is kind of the animated boom. And then. Yeah, yeah. This is like, like animated, you know, Batman, X Men, Spider Man were big in the 90s. And then live action movies wise, there was. You know, Batman Returns was in like 91. Batman Forever was, I think, 94. And Batman and Robin was 97. Yeah, and so, then, yeah, it was pretty much just those Batman movies throughout the '90s, and then X Men and Spider Man hit in the early yeah. 2000s. Yeah, and Blade. Don't forget Blade. That happened. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean Blade is a superhero it, movie, but kind of kicked off like the black leather trend. Yeah, of, like, the like it, stuff. It, it's an underworld. And... It's technically a comic book movie, but it doesn't feel like one. So. It, yeah, it no. Blade, like Blade a... was influential, but I think it was it was influencing like the goth uh, black trench coat action movie. <laughs> the goth, the goth action movie went yeah. all through the two thousand. Yeah. Yeah that that trend actually didn't last as long. Like I, I know they still made underworld movies until like last week, but like yeah. that being super popular didn't actually last that long. It seems like. Yeah, I mean, it was like it was popular, and then it kind of gear shifted into Twilight toward the late two thousands. <laughs> Fair enough. And then we started getting all the young adult goth stuff instead. Yeah, it, it's like they, they kind of dropped it, off the R rated like hard violence uh, goth stuff. It it's the goth of a chiller generation. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to our serial slash goth history yeah. podcast. Yeah, our who knows what this episode's about episode. Uh, it, it's about butts. It could be about Spider-Man, too, if you want. Mm. Um, you and did make that one Spider-Man talk about Spider-Man 2 again? <laughs> like, you ever, you ever think about how Spider-Man delivering pizzas just makes a lot of sense. Mm. 
Like how? Because it, he's kind of the same color as a pizza, and he's got like texture on his face, kind of like a sliced pizza. I look. I look. I made that up. <laughs> like I, I just pulled that from my head without. Yeah, any... but now we have to make it work. Okay. Like the challenge is to make this this garbage actually work. No, because Parker is an Italian name. <laughs> mm. Oh, Peckard. Yeah. <laughs> Peckard. Yeah. <laughs> Peter Peckar. Hopefully, Bruce Campbell gets a role in uh, Doctor Strange too. Peter Peckar picked a pile of piping pizzas Mm. and flipped them upside down too many times on his trip. (laughs) If I flip these pizzas, Mister Aziz is gonna flip out. Oh no, I'm gonna be late for Dr. Connor's class again. No. Uh, that that was a that was a meme nobody cared about four years ago. No, mm. uh, there's been lots of other memes since then. Yeah, like um Does anybody even remember Bongo Cat anymore? Um I do. Mm. Because I, yeah, I like I, I have a bongo cat plushie. I like I like memes where people have to be creative and not just make the mm. same joke five billion times. Mm. I should see if there's any new steamed hams memes. <laughs> Somebody must probably have made one. not. All right, I'm a I'm a I need to take a break for just a split second. I'll be okay. right back. What anime theme do you want to play in in the in the meantime? Um, I mean, I I probably don't have the file for it. I will get you the file. <laughs> okay, you'll send me one, and we'll all be surprised. <laughs> oh boy, don't give me that kind of power. Mm. Okay, I'll be right back. I mean, if it's in Japanese, nobody's gonna know what it means. Uh, we'll see. gonna be snow halation from love life <laughs> okay all right it, it, it's not gonna be that what was that from okay i mean it's snow halation from love live it, it's kind of a meme oh, okay also it's a decent show nobody should watch it but <laughs> mm. i've seen a lot worse it's just a show. I mean, it's a show in the way that, like, the the eighties He Man cartoon was a show. <laughs> mm. I mean, it it's it's so it was lo- a toy commercial. Not not really toys. It's just like Love Live is just a brand. Um, mm. 
We're like, oh, they make idol music and they made this idol anime and they have this idol game where you collect idols and have them sing and dance to a rhythm game. Oh, okay. So it, it's, it's like what would happen if they turned Hatsune Miku into a show? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And the show is about a group of girls who are like, our, our school's closing down. What are we going to do? Let's start an idol club and get really mm. popular so they can't shut down the school. It's mm. it's like this. It, it's like the that cliche eighties movie plot that like a sports every, movie thing. Yeah, like we need to save the the X thing by doing a performance or sport or something really good and getting prize yeah. money. So, yeah, exactly. It's like that that South Park episode where they're like, we need a we need a win the skiing competition or else they'll shut down the dance hall <laughs> or whatever. Yeah. And like, we just got here. We don't care about you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then the bullies show up and start bullying them because that's just part of the tropes. <laughs> yeah. They, they do the, the same thing in an episode of uh, Amazing World of Gumball mm. where they... I mean, it, it's basically the same joke as South Park, just... Just without the language. Yeah. Where they're... Like, the, these two, like, preppy 80s kids with, like, sweaters around their waist and their neck. Um, <laughs> um, like, start bullying them and challenge them to, like, a tennis match. And they're like, dude, we don't care, just leave us alone. <laughs> But they they end up going anyway because because they they have to win for pride or something and people keep pushing them into it. Then, mm. but at at the end they're like, okay, we're, we're look, we don't care. We're just gonna lose, right? We're gonna let them win. It's like fine, but then it's like I I don't remember what happens, but like fate itself decides that they're gonna win. <laughs> so. Mm. Yeah, because they're living in a movie that they don't want to be in. Right. And then the the they they end up winning, and the, the bullies are like, "Oh, we're, we're sorry, we were like dicks to you, or however they say that in Cartoon Network terms." Mm. Uh, and the, the one of the bullies like unwraps the sweater from his neck and takes off the one he's wearing, and he does that like eighty times. <laughs> like just as a as like a, a gift it's it's okay th this is our describing cartoons podcast yep <laughs> no that's that's what the show will be for the next 10 minutes before we turn into something else yeah it turns into the plumbing podcast or something mm. have yeah. you plumbed so, your pipes lately I haven't um Actually, my, my sink is kind of clogged, so I will have to soon. Mm. It's plum clogged. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so tell us about the other Looney Tunes movie that I haven't watched in like oh, yeah, eight no, years. I, 
Because I discovered that my copy of Space Jam was part of a two-pack with Back in Action, and I figured, yeah, I'll watch Back in Action. Uh, but I wasn't really paying a lot of attention to it. Um, but, I mean, I that's not to say I don't like... I mean, I, I enjoyed the movie as a teenager when I first saw it when it came out. And so, from that sense, it was... It's like, it's one of those movies that you don't have to pay close attention to, but it's yeah. fine as background it's, noise. I mean, it's basically just it's a series a Looney of Tunes live action movie. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's, you know, the Looney Tunes team up with, like, a janitor, basically, who was on the, like, Looney Tunes set, you know, Warner Brothers studio, and, um, because it turns out he's actually the son of, like, a James Bond knockoff guy, and there's, like, a diamond that can power a space laser that they need to go recover from steve martin who's playing like the <laughs> dr evil character in charge of the acme board of directors i i haven't seen it in forever but it, it's yeah no it, it it's pretty much like a james bond parody in just yeah. you know it's like they go to las vegas and there's like a showgirl but actually she's a super spy and she's got this you know card that they have to get from her that's like the key to finding the next clue finding the next clue to finding the next clue i think they go to like paris and area 52 which is like the you know it's one more than area, area 51 yeah, it's the, well, yeah, because the joke is that Area Fifty One is a ruse that they created to cover up the existence of Area Fifty Two, but it is just Area Fifty One. Um, yeah, no, they go on like a world hopping adventure. They go to like a jungle, and then I think go to space. Yeah, yeah, th- there's like a space satellite at the end because that's where like they're gonna use the laser to power the giant Acme satellite weapon thing. Um. And yeah, no, I mean, it. it's, yeah, it's, it's just jokes, and it's just like a, you know, comedy super, or super spy parody movie, but. Hey Jade, who voiced Bugs Bunny in Back in Action? I don't remember. Okay, Google is our friend here. Hmm, mm. See if they still have the same voice actor in that or not. I assume the person Wait. voicing Daffy was the same one as Duck Dodgers, because that came out around the same time. Yeah, that's probably the right. Joe Alasky, I think, did him in that. I miss Duck Dodgers. It was a fun show. Oh, he did Bugs and da- Daffy. Oh, what, Joe Alasky did both of them? Yeah, apparently. Hmm. I guess he's their new Mel Blanc. That's weird. They had, they had Billy West do Elmer Fudd, but they had Joe Alasky do Bugs Bunny. Hmm. Maybe it works for cheaper. Yeah, <laughs> maybe. Anyway, that that was our um, voice actors monthly uh, podcast. Yep. Wait, wait until you see what Laura Bailey did to um, I don't know what's another voice actor. Um, uh, another voice actor or a role that Laura Bailey did? It doesn't matter. <laughs> it's a dumb joke that was never going to be funny in the first place. So. Mm.
find out on the next Eat Your Ass podcast. Hmm. Should we talk about Lunatics Unleashed? I vaguely <laughs> remember it existing. <laughs> it was a sci-fi action cartoon with action versions. <laughs> it's bad. It, it's... The character designs on that are just awful. That's all I remember, really. Yeah, I remember watching it. it. I remember my brother, who's a furry, liked it a lot. But otherwise, (laughs) I don't remember much about it. I mean, I haven't actually watched it in like 15 years or however long it's been since it came out. But Mm. um, I think it got DVDs quicker than Duck Dodgers did. Like, Duck Dodgers, they did season one, and then, like, a year later, season two. And then season three didn't get a DVD until, like, last year. (sighs) Duck Dodgers is an unappreciated show. Yeah. No, it's a lot of good, like, sci-fi jokes and references and things. It it played on a kid's network when it was really aimed at, like, adults. Like, not... Not, I remember not it moved like, to like a like eight o'clock, like eight p.m. premium, like Friday night time slot for a while. Yeah, which <clears throat> like if 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 Duck Dodgers had aired on, you know, like on the, on the WB channel, you know, mm-hmm. or something, or like it, it probably would have done better. Mm. I don't know, because it it it, it would have gotten more like, people to be able to watch it at least. Yeah, because like it, it's a it's a it's a kid friendly show, but the humor is aimed more at like genre savvy adults. Yeah. Yeah. No, they had like I think Wiley e. Coyote is the predator in one episode, and <laughs> Elmer Fudd is the Fudd. And it's like a mix of the Flood and the Borg. And they're just turning everyone into Fuds. <laughs> I forgot. <laughs> I haven't. Uh, I need to watch it. I have. Oh, God. <laughs> and then, like, Yosemite Sam is like a Klingon when he shows up. Yeah. Like, it, it's a bunch of sci fi references that kids have no idea exist, probably. Yeah. I mean, like, so, like I know, like as a kid, they did. I I knew like the Green Lantern episode. I I knew you know what that was about, and like the um, Iron Giant episode, where the yeah. like, Roboto, his friend, who sacrifices himself to stop a <laughs> asteroid from hitting the ship. They, they, Daffy's a dick to him, like throughout the whole episode, <laughs> and then yeah. at the last second, they 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 just rip the the whole. Uh, yeah, the, the ending of Iron scene Giant. from is, Iron yeah. Giant. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like he punches through the, the ceiling and then like, the air is all getting sucked out and a table flies up and blocks it and Daffy's just like, I hope that table holds. <laughs> <laughs> and then like Roboto's head comes back and Daffy just smashes it. <laughs> <laughs> we should watch Duck Dodgers. No, I should. I I mean, it's three seasons, but I'd be down for watching the whole thing again. Yeah, sure. Let's let's do that. Fuck Eddie Murphy. Yeah. <laughs>
Now, we can watch Shrek sometime. I mean, we should watch Shrek at some point, because it's a nerd I, classic at this point. I really don't want to watch the third one, though. It's no, boring. No, if, if we're going to watch Shrek 1 and 2, and that's it. We, we shouldn't watch 3 or 4. 4 is okay. Like it, yeah. It, I mean, it's four, not as... 4 isn't terrible, but it's completely skippable. Like, I... I just don't know how 3 even got made in that mm. way, because, like, there's nothing. I mean, I would have to look like, up, like, who the writing <laughs> staff is on it, because... Yeah. I mean, it, like, it, it's just it's like, a mess of a script. Nothing happens throughout the whole movie until, like, the princesses storm the castle, and it's the one thing that happens, and it's ridiculous and stupid and fun and then nothing good ever happens again yeah i mean i guess the plot is he has kids and doesn't know how to handle that or like i think he actually no he spends most of the movie afraid of having kids and then he finally has them at the end or something um yeah like he he has nightmares about having ogre babies yeah and and so like his way of dealing with the parental thing is that he's sent off to go find young king arthur to take the throne after Fiona's father dies in Young King Arthur. Like, it's Justin Timberlake, but they gave him, like, nothing to work with, so he's just a bland kid character. And then, like, they yeah. they run into a wizard played by uh, Eric Idle, who also is just, like, bad, dumb jokes everywhere. Yeah. Oh, and God, they, they did the whole high school thing. Oh, oh yeah. It was awful. Yeah. It's awful. Yeah. Shrek 3 fucking sucks. <laughs> I take. Yeah. No, it's like, like they were they were trying Shrek. to deal with the next step in Shrek and Fiona's relationship is them having kids and how do they deal with that? But they had like nothing for material for you know ways to make that work as a story. Yeah. It's like it like you, you look at their relationship, and it's like Shrek one, they 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 get together and they appreciate each other. Yeah, like, like Shrek, Shrek two, one's they... like the reverse fairy tale of like you know the ugly people <clears throat> get together and find happiness instead of pretty people. Right. And then Shrek oh. two is meet the parents. Yeah, it, but but like. They, over the course of that, they, they like, solidify that they actually love each other, and it's not just, oh... Yeah, it wasn't just the fling from the first, the excitement of the first movie. And then, and then Shrek 3 sucks, and then Shrek 4 is like, oh, um, it's been years now. Yeah, Uh, Shrek 4 is the, it's a wonderful life, midlife crisis. Yeah. Yeah. Like they, they yeah, learn to love each like other. It's like the midlife again, crisis basically. moment of like, of like you know just feeling tired of everything being the same and then having to appreciate everything you have. Yeah, I like Shrek Four. <laughs> mm. I mean, I remember like, it being it, decent, but I I don't think I watched it that many times. I'd say it's better than decent, but like still a step below. One and two. Mm. Like, two two is great. One is damn good. Mm. And four is like... 
like it's also it's also really good but but like not there's yeah like it's really good but there's a there's just a lot there that doesn't work also Mm. i don't know and then there's the puss in boots movie which is just a complete blur i have not seen it and i never will probably (laughs) All I remember is Unless... that he was like childhood friends with uh, Humpty Dumpty, and Humpty Dumpty is like a jerk or something, and he comes back and they go on like an adventure to, you know, the, the giant from Jack and the Beanstalk. They have to like raid the giant's sky castle or something. Oh yeah, I, I actually did catch the end of that on like FX or something. Mm. And Where it's completely there, forgettable. Was it they they have to like save the goose from the giant getting it or something? I don't remember. Yeah, I think they were trying to steal the goose so they could get unlimited golden eggs or something. Yeah, it, it it's a total like franchise spin off movie. It 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 doesn't need to exist, but it does. Mm. No, they had to sell Puss in Boots merchandise. Yeah. Puss in Boots really doesn't do much after like Shrek 2 does he no he he was just a fun side character they added for 2 but then he became part of the cast so he had to be there but he didn't really have a story yeah. purpose yeah I really want to watch Shrek 2 now mm. <laughs> okay so let, let's let's um let's let's do the Duck Dodgers thing and then we can do Shrek next time alright and it's not going to be like X-Men where we, we say we're going to do it and we never do. No, no just nobody should expect Actually, us to do X-Men unless something happens in the MCU to make X-Men seem relevant again. Yeah. like it, X- X-Men, I've seen a few of them. Like, I, I've, I've only seen, like, a couple of them as full movies. And I've seen a few of them as, like, separate scenes. Mm. Um, but like as a as a complete story, I hear it's a complete clusterfuck. Um, with there's like three different universes for every movie. Oh uh, yeah, I mean they don't keep their details straight. So and like as far as like a story structure, one, two, and three tell a complete story. Three stumbles a bit from you know director changes and stuff, but it's still. One, two, and three are a full story. Um, Origins Wolverine is completely unnecessary. The prequels are a mess because, like, First Class was a good start to it, but then they had to bring the old cast in with Days of Future Past and do, like, a split timeline thing, and then Apocalypse was just shit, and Dark Phoenix was also not great. Um... So it's like the actual comics (laughs) where everything is a mess. And then there's Logan, which is a great movie but it's you know tonally completely different from everything else because it's more like a you know meditation on getting old um and and then there's the wolverine which is just like a fun one-off action movie that doesn't really connect to anything and when it tries to connect to things it doesn't make sense um (laughs) and then there's deadpool which is deadpool Yeah, like, see, like, I don't, 
I don't actually mind the movies not really connecting to each other. Mm. Like, like you know, especially with you know the Wolverine movies just kind of going off on tangents. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I mean, the problem is like when something like Apocalypse tries to have a connection to its previous movies, but is just doing a terrible job of it. Yeah, it, it it's it's something like you know first class trying to connect back to the original three movies mm. or, or that where it's like you don't need to do that just don't mm. yeah like i think first class like, works on its own but when you think of it in relation to the original three it gets kind of messy and even days of future past is really good on its own but when you start thinking about how it, you know, what it means for the original trilogy or even the prequel trilogy, it also falls apart. Like it, it they apparently have worse continuity than Evil Dead. Mm. <laughs> well, yeah, they had more movies to fuck up their continuity with. Yeah, I mean, I I feel like Evil Dead. They kind of just did it on purpose, like. Mm. After the after the second one, it's like, well, in the second movie, we kind of retold the first movie in like a half hour. Yeah. So, in the third movie, let's just completely redo the ending of the second movie. Mm. Just like just as a fun joke. Yeah, um, I haven't seen the series, also so we, I don't know what changes they made there. Well. It, I mean, real. I'm, I'm just talking about. Um, oh, just just the, the three the movies. Three movies, not Ash versus yeah. Evil Dead. Because like the the first Evil Dead, you know, it, like it's, it's, basically a straight horror movie with like a few yeah, it's a haunted like, house thing moments yeah. yeah, and like Ash ends up killing everybody and. <laughs> I think escaping the house. I don't. Yeah, I think remember. he might have like gone out in the it's woods and got attacked by a ghost or something. Like right yeah. at the end. But yeah, yeah. The, the second one, and they then, completely retcon. It's like no, it was just him and the one girl. They didn't have any of their other friends, and she got possessed and. Yeah. Stuff. Yeah, like it, it. They basically. They basically just redo the plot of the first movie, just with less characters. Yeah. And then. And then they bring in a new group of characters to. He murdered everyone. To get possessed and Ash, have Ash killed yeah. them. <laughs> and they went wacky yeah. where they gave him like a chainsaw hand and stuff. Yeah. And then at the end of Evil Dead 2, um, they open the portal and Ash gets sucked in. And. Uh, oh, yeah, that's they, when he ended up they in, show the him in like times, medieval yeah. times. Yeah. But then in and 3, they medieval made times, him. As in. Uh, like a grocery store employee or something? Like mid- yeah. Like, it, at, at the beginning of 3, he, uh, I think he's telling the story to, like, a, a customer or something. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I think, yeah. And, and then, like, he gets sucked in and his car gets sucked in. Oh, yeah. And now, instead of being surrounded by you know like knights and stuff he's 
Like, I think he falls in the middle of the city and people, like, throw him into the pit. Mm. So, yeah. Yeah, we'll have to remember like the, to watch it, those again next October. Yeah, those are... I, I love... Evil Dead 2 is, like, one of my favorite movies ever, and Army of Darkness isn't far behind. Mm. And the, the first one is kind of, eh. Well, yeah, I mean, the first also, one doesn't a, have the comedy. It's a low-budget... It, it's a low-budget horror movie. <laughs> so, I mean, that... I mean, it... It doesn't have, like, over-the-top comedy. Like, there's a few, like, small moments of comedy. Mm. But not... Not like... You know, not like the hand running around... Yeah, you know, like not. Yeah. It's it's not overt comedy. It's like dark comedy, I guess you could say. Like, uh, I I don't know. <sighs> My words suck sometimes. Mm. Um. Okay, so I think we covered the movies we're going to talk about. I played 15 minutes of Kingdoms of Amalur Re-Reckoning mm. yep, A whole 15 minutes I played the game like 8 years ago mm. And re-reckoned the whole thing In 15 um, minutes the, Yeah it, uh, So I don't have much to say Except that the 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 female model is very hot mm. <laughs> like i that was like my only takeaway because the 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 tutorial well but that and that video game difficulties should not affect enemy health mm. because like i i tried playing on very hard and then pretty much immediately switched over because like the the first boss you run into in the tutorial it it feels like it would take me like five minutes to kill it if it was standing still mm. it's like i don't i don't want to play a hard mode where everything just takes longer to kill mm. so my takeaway is that games should get better hard modes and um the the female character model <laughs> is really hot mm. so that's I mean, it. I know nothing about what kind of game it is. Like, it is high fantasy action RPG. Because is it like a Dark Souls ish? So, like you're running around hack and slashing, or it is it more like a Dragon it's, Age? Or? It's a lot. It's, I, I guess, Elder Scrolls would kind of be the okay the closest comparison but like a third it's, person elder scroll it's a lot more right it's a lot more like character action oriented oh, right. where you know like you you're you're running like it's combat focused but also there's a bunch of like side skills where like oh you can lockpick chests you can steal from characters mm. so it so yeah, I'd say it's pretty much like Elder Scrolls, except it's a lot 
more action focused. Okay. But there, there's, there, there's still the, you know, like th- there's still the side skills, but, um, yeah, it, it's it's more about just beating up monsters, mm. <laughs> I guess. Because like Elder Scrolls has that, but if if you ask anybody who's really into it, they just they'd probably say it's more about, you know, the the world itself. Mm. You know, all the questing uh, yeah. and filling out your checklist yeah. of quests. And and from from what I remember, Kingdoms of, of Amalur is like kind of like just basic high fantasy. Mm. Like like they, they, they throw in a couple like new newish ideas, but other than that it's not it, it's kind of generic high fantasy, yeah. Mm. But it was pretty fun from what I remember. So yeah, I'll buy it for twenty bucks and play it again. Mm. I I remember there being a pretty decent like weapon crafting system where like you you find a bunch of like pretty much useless items of varying quality that you can throw into a, a weapon that is super expensive to make mm. but also it's the only way to get a, a really good weapon is to make it yourself oh okay from from what I remember, so like you can you can get like the the highest damaging bow with like a bleeding effect and a poison effect, um, as long as you find all the like high level uh, crafting components to make mm. it, Wh- which was probably the most interesting thing to me, because aside from that, it's kind of just basic action RPG stuff mm. but but yeah I only played 15 minutes of it so I'm not gonna judge it too harshly right now so mm. yeah I, I know I spent like a day playing Assassin's Creed Valhalla but then I got a headache from like eye strain and had a headache for the next day so I haven't really played much of it since yeah I I I I played a lot of EU4 like last week. Mm. Um and then I got sick and I was like I don't want to fucking do anything right now. Mm. Um So but yeah, I conquered all of the Americas with the Incans. So that's nice. Mm. Yeah. Yesterday I played a bunch of uh, the Coach Simulator Waste of Space and just <laughs> looked around at places in that world that I hadn't been to yet. So, like, I found a guy and I had a choice of pushing him into a ball pit or a lava pit. And I tried to push him into the ball pit, but I knocked him too far and he went past it. And as I was trying to drag him back to it, he fell in the lava pit instead. So I became Darth Goat. <laughs> That's awesome. And then I found like a Fallout so if, vault, if you but push I haven't figured in... out how to open it yet. 
So if you push him into the ball pit, is that like good? Yeah, you get like a good Jedi robe costume unlock. And if you push him into the lava pit, you get like a Darth Vader helmet and black cape. Don't try it, goat. I have the high ground. <laughs> I found a goat that you have, you get to have a conversation with, and you're just buying back and forth until you cancel out. Because they do like the nice. Mass Effect like three dialogue option choices, but it's always just different boss. Yeah. But they respond as if you said something different. <laughs> Nice. Uh, we should play Mass Effect. <laughs> no, that would take... I, I've thought about it, but it would just take too long to play through Mass Effect again. I, I think we could do one game uh, mm. in two weeks, but it would get old <laughs> really quick. Yeah, I mean, like... I, I think. Yeah... Because, like, the first one, I remember I played it on 360, and toward the end, it started lagging really bad. It was either lagging, or it was, like, just the save times yeah. and the load times were taking a long time. Yeah, Mass Effect 1 just isn't, like, it, it's it's good in, in the lore sense, mm. but, um... As a game, it's just I mean, not as a game, really it has a lot more good. in common with like Knights of the Old Republic and like the older Bioware games. Like they, you know, yeah. changed up the whole camera style and combat style from Mass Effect Two onward. Yeah, like Mass Effect Two is an actual competent shooter. Yeah, I mean one. Yeah, um, it, like the older Bioware games are like pointed an enemy initiate combat and just let it auto run and maybe you throw some extra fancy attacks in there yeah like mass effect 2 and on is just a cover yeah. shooter um with, with rpg elements yeah, yeah. and also knowing oh. you know the three options you have for the ending it's like yeah what's the point yeah. So I just wanted Shepard to live with Garrus, and the closest I could get to that was by destroying all synthetic life in the universe so that I would have, you know, an option to not die. And I didn't want to kill Edie or Legion, but so my my only way to not die is to do that. So that kind of sucked. Yeah, it, it's... Like, they... They could have had a catch twenty two ending, and also make it to where it's not just a a three prong choice. Yeah, I mean, even <laughs> like, yeah, just like there, it didn't feel like any of the options were a good option. Like, I think the ideal option I would have wanted is like the synthesis ending, but you get to live. So it's like you make everyone into yeah, it, like you end this whole war that's been going on between synthetic life and natural life by just combining them i guess in creating a new world because so that, that's like yeah. all the choices i'd been making up to that point were like the making everybody live together in peace options so they didn't really have uh, an option for that at the end without having to sacrifice yourself because you either sacrifice yourself and become the god of the universe 
or you sacrifice yourself to make all life become synthesoid or whatever or you destroy all synthetic life in the universe and go out on a rampage and you get to live because i guess they want to reward that kind of behavior i don't know i don't know how the since that the synthetic ending really like stops entropy mm. <laughs> but i i guess it does yeah i don't know maybe uh you don't need as many resources to live if everybody's that kind of being i guess i don't know uh it i don't know i don't it's been years since mm. i've cared <laughs> to be yeah. honest no i played but... a little bit of andromeda and got bored and stopped and i've heard that they're making a mass effect 4 that's following up on the ending of 3 but i don't care at this point no <laughs> why just let it be uh, because ea needs money like yeah you went you went out on a bad ending like just fucking live with it live with your decisions like you yeah. make us do in the fucking mm. game <laughs> I saw some kind of article saying they were making a fourth game and that something in, like, the picture... I don't know. Something implied that the destroy ending is going to be the canon ending. That, like, Shepard is still um, alive because they blew everything up. They got it. They got enough space yeah. points. <laughs> Yeah, no, you got enough points and then decided to blow everything up, and that's the only way for Shepard to live, so that's the canon ending now. Mass Effect 3 mm. is a mess. I mean, it was a decent game up until that ending. Like, you know, minus the fact that it's missing so many yeah, like, of your, like, allies from 2. Like, they all come back in some kind of way, but... But a lot of them aren't on your ship anymore, so if you had right. like any relationship thing going with them, they just drop it. And they're like, oh, I yeah. forgot about you. I thought you were dead again. Yeah. It, it's... It, it's it's kind of like in Fire Emblem Awakening, where, mm. like, yeah, you can romance any character you want, but it doesn't really matter. <laughs> Um, to the mm. story at all, like they could die mm. and nothing really changes. Mm. It, unless unless you pick Krom, <laughs> mm. and like the yeah, you, the you story have to pick actually the one that lets you have a future baby. Yeah, like the multiple future babies. Like that. That's why. Like the, the 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 only best way to play that game is to pick a female character and romance Krom because that way you have the most powerful royal family. <laughs> Mm. And and also it makes one it makes one story moment just a lot more meaningful. Mm. Because spoiler alert, um, Lucina wants to kill you to correct the future. But like if if she's your daughter, it makes uh, it makes it a lot more dramatic. But if she's not, it's just like oh, I'm gonna kill some random person yeah, it's, uh, to save the future uh, you know my dad's friend from this person from this thing in the past who actually yeah. was like an evil sorcerer like oh i guess i'll kill auntie robin i don't want to but if i have to i will yeah. then then it's like oh i have to kill my mother to save the future it's it's like an actual dramatic moment 
Yeah. What are we talking about? Back Dodgers? <laughs> yeah, well, no, that's next, you know, two weeks. That's oh, when right. we're talking about that. Let's sing anime songs for the rest of the time. Um. Um. Pokemon, gotta catch them all. Oh, yeah, I do know that one. It's you and me. And I was my destiny. Pokemon. Like how I'm. You, you, like mm. how I made my voice even worse on purpose. I didn't even know I could do that. Mm. Want to sing The Road to Viridian City? I don't remember all the lyrics. Uh, me neither. <laughs> mm. I don't remember the poker rap lyrics either. Nidoran Mankey. Mm. <laughs> I, yeah, I that's did. Good <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's just name all the Pokemon. <laughs> so Bulbasaur, Ivysaur, <laughs> Venusaur, Squirtle, Wartortle, Charizard, Caterpie, Metapod, Butterfree, Weedle, Kakuna, Beedrill. Yep. Um, Pidgey, Pidgeotto, Pidgeot. Yep. Spearow, Fearow. Yep. Mankey Is it Primate. the Nidorans next? No, Mankey yeah. Primate's like fifty something. I, I don't I don't remember the numbers. <laughs> oh. I didn't know if we were doing it in order. So after Spiro and Fiero. Yeah, like I wanna say the Nidorans are in like the twenties. I vaguely remember the numbers. But I mean and... they don't matter past like generation two anyway. Yeah. Because every every place has their own Pokedex mm. variation, so. But if we don't do them in order, how will we know when we've got them all? We can count. Okay. Uh, how many so, are we up to now? Hold up. Let me open my ex- my Excel spreadsheet. <laughs> okay. Okay. So I'm, I'm not going to do time. that. No. Just. Okay. <laughs> I'm tired of this joke. <laughs> Let's do another one. Um, hey Jade, if if you crap in a bowl of Rice Krispies, does it go snap, crackle, poop? Um, yeah, I guess so. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay, yeah. episode is done. <laughs> yep. The audio cut out the first time you said that joke this episode, so I only heard the back half. But now I've heard the whole thing. Okay. (laughs) That's the worst way to end a podcast. (laughs)